Hello, Collar and Elbow World. Happy New Year. We are finally here, the year 2018, the year of Collar and Elbow. I am excited to get this going. We've got a big show ahead of us. Chris, we're talking, of course, we've been plugging this for a while, but we are talking Wrestle Kingdom 12. It's finally upon us, something we've been waiting for for an entire year. Are you as excited about this as I am? My excitement has shown probably over the last three or four episodes, so obviously I'm ready, Bubs. This has been a year in the making because we were both huge fans of last year's as well. So this could be the wrestling event of the year, and we're gonna, and we're going to be four days into the year. I I hate that the biggest show is so of the year is so early on in the year, but I do kind of like how they do that, where it's like okay, the entire year is built. Uh, to this, or even this is just like the start of a new season, like the season premiere. Yeah. You know, WrestleMania is kind of considered the season finale. I feel like this is the season premiere because look back at this last year. You know, look at what happened at Wrestle Kingdom between Omega and Okada. That pretty much set the groundwork for the entire year of programs for both of those guys. So I look at this more as a season premiere for uh, New Japan as I do a season finale. Okay. I, I can get that because WrestleMania always has a feel of a finality, uh, a finality to oh, it. Oh, you got this. There you go. And Yeah, good word, right? And then they kind of re- restart the year over and we get new, fresh shit until the, the winter when it starts to suck again and then it picks up in January. So yes. we're in the middle of that for WrestleMania, but now we're here at the start, basically, for Wrestle Kingdom in New Japan. And number 12, Bubs, a really good card that we're going to be talking about and as always, like we've done with a lot of mostly, of course, WWE events, we're going to do our selections, our picks. Each of us will kind of go through the list here of the nine of the ten matches that we're going to go over, Bubs, and uh, winner take all. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and skip that uh, yearly battle royal that they do, the New Japan Rumble, it's called. Um, last year, saw, you know... Badass Billy Gunn. He was, in, was there. in there. Your boy. It's my boy. I think Michael Elgin was in there too. Elgin won it, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, but, you know, I'm a little upset this year. I was I was hoping for a Tiger Mask match. Were you? Like, <laughs> not really, but I was ready to get an easy win okay. on, on that pick. I was just going to, I was, I'd already picked Tiger Mask. Okay. Well, we could have a Tiger Mask show up. We could have a Jushin Thunder show up at any time on um, this entire Jushin's going to be on the on the commentary He'll, team. He could so. jump in the ring. He's so good. He's yeah. like 54. Fucking, so might be older than that. We'll have to check that. But anyway, this is going to be a good one, Bubs. A lot of titles, of course, on the line. Yes. Not, not the Ring of Honor title like initially was plugged about a month ago because Cody Rhodes has lost that title. But... He is still going with his singles match against Kota Ibushi, so we can pretty much get into this if you want, unless you're going to... Well, first, I kind of want to dive into the big news that happened tonight on SmackDown, and that was the announcement by Daniel Bryan that at the Royal Rumble, this is really the only thing I want to get into uh, about WWE programming this week, and that is the at the Rumble, AJ Styles will be defending the WWE title in a handicap match between himself... Versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And do, Big you, news. do you like that, though? I don't at all. Um, of course, you know what I'm about to. You know what I'm about to say. 
Go ahead. This is the perfect opportunity to take the title off. However, if he gets the title taken off of him, it's because he got pinned. So this is yeah. not the perfect way to take yeah, the title. Yeah, you got to take that back. So it doesn't work that unless way for him. Unless they just, they just, they unless this is being built to WrestleMania, and he has a match at WrestleMania, and whoever wins the Rumble goes after the Universal Title. Uh, that's the only thing that I will. That's the only kind of way I see this going. If he does lose, he definitely will wrestle whoever takes the title from him, if not both of them, at WrestleMania. Okay, and you, you said that you hope this should be a build to WrestleMania. This absolutely should be a build to WrestleMania. We don't have a lot of time. We're talking like 90 days, 95 days or something like that to WrestleMania. So all this should start to build. The Rumble should be involved in this. The next bullshit pay-per-view, like a roadblock or whatever they're going to call it. After this should be involved. So we're in it deep, bubs. I don't like Sami Zayn in that angle. I've told you this, but it's all too soon right now. But we'll get into the rumble when it comes, I think. Yeah, and you've never been a big Sami Zayn fan. And I don't think you've ever really been a big Kevin Owens fan. Not a huge one. So I definitely don't think you're excited about this. I think it's going to be great. It's definitely going to lead to the Daniel Bryan-Shane McMahon match at WrestleMania. So... We will see how that plays out. But until then, we've got a huge card coming up in two days. Two days. And Yes, two days for us, I guess. I don't know. I'm still not hip on the time change oh, right. thing. So, yeah, if, depending on where you're listening, this is either going to be on for you at 4 a.m., 3 a.m., 2 a.m., or 10 p.m. if you're on the West Coast that morning. So if you're an early riser, you can get up and watch this on New Japan World, or if you're streaming it illegally, I don't recommend that. Uh, don't do that. Don't you do that. Support the product. Pay them their $10. New Japan World is nice. You can plug away at And if as you well. don't pay the money, then you don't get to go and bitch about it. Give it to them. So there's that. Yes. Watch it. Look it up for your time zone. It will be on stupid early if you want to watch it live. So uh, 2 a.m. for me, bubs. 3 a.m. for you. If yes. you're, if and you're since... Since there's not a lot to talk about outside of this, let's just go ahead and hop right in. And let's go ahead and start at the top of this card. We're going to have Ropongi. 3K, going up against, Yes, going up against the Young Bucks for the IWGP. <laughs> wow, your excitement definitely waned after throwing out the Jackson Brothers. Mm, sorry. For the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. So, Bubs, let me let, the me, elite. let me give you the – now stop. They are – okay. Let, let me give you this real quick. Are you know they, I don't like Are the Young Bucks at a level in their career right now through accomplishments and everything that whomever beats them is so-called over? Are no. the Bucks at that level? Uh, no, because they, they do put people over. They're not a tag team that always wins and always kind of puts other tag teams down. They do their fair share of losing, and which is kind of why they have such a huge fan base. They're right. a perfect indie tag team, in, wherein you know in WWE teams have to win to get over. In the indies, you don't have to win; you just have to be good at what you do. And the Young Bucks, you know, as much as we kind of have disdain for them, they're good at what they do. Which also includes merch sales. They are very good. Hot Topic yes. sells the shit out of their. Their clothing, their T-shirts at least, and their booking has gone back and forth quite a bit, especially in the last like three or four Wrestle Kingdoms. They've won, they've lost, they've won, they've lost. So, 
I mean, it's it's kind of hard to kind of predict if we're going with like that kind of booking. Then I would take the Bucks here to beat Rapungi three thousand, but I don't know. And the, they're also a team that they don't put on super serious matches. It's they yeah, they it's very spot they, heavy. they play around a lot. It's very spot heavy. They kind of have a comedy gimmick to them, uh, but you never know when a super kick party is going to start up. Right, and you know they could could get a win. However. In this match, I'm going to go with Roppongi 3K for the win. Okay, they're coming in as champions, so they're going to defend here, huh? Yes, I do think they will defend. Um, I I don't think New Japan is wanting to put the titles on the Young Bucks right now. There's a lot of uncertainty with where the Young Bucks are going to be uh, in the year 2018, uh, along with their elite. A lot of that stems um, from Kenny Omega. Yes, it does. So I think because of that, um, they're, they're not going to get the titles here. Okay, so I like what you're doing here. The the Bucks have won okay. titles left and right. They they I think yes. last year they walked in with four around their waist or three around their waist from all over the world. And yes. as much as I don't agree that the Bucks to include, can... I think they had the IWGP uh, Junior Heavyweight Tag Titles. I think they no, defended yeah, them. Last they lost last year to Rapungi, yeah, Rocky Romero, but. Yeah. Um, I, they're established enough that if Sho and Yo can beat them, they'll establish this new Rapungi 3K gimmick that's been on for more than a year now, I think, or, or so, close to a year, and not the Tempora Boy bullshit that they did. So I'm going with Rapungi as well to defeat and establish themselves as some, uh, some future legitimacy in the, the IWGP tag world. Because like you said, the Bucks okay. can travel all over the world. You want that title to kind of stay home. So give me 3K with you there, bubs. Okay, and uh, I'm not going to argue that that choice with you. I do think it's going to be an interesting match. I don't necessarily think it's going to be a good match. It, um, might, be, it might be a slice of entertaining, but... Yes, it'll be entertaining. I haven't watched the Young Bugs match where at the end I go, wow, that was a great pro wrestling match. No, that doesn't happen. No. So uh, just give me something entertaining. It's a good way to start off the night. Uh, which leads into we continue on with the tag team kind of uh, tradition or not tradition, but just you you get what I'm saying. And we're going into the gauntlet match for the never open six man tag. There, there's so many championships, Bubs. A lot of titles. Keep up, but uh, the never open weight six man tag team championship. There's a couple things in here that I like. Yeah. And okay. It's really, and it's mostly the War Machine. Hanson and Rowe. I hope they they should end up on NXT within the next month or so because uh, they have left Ring of Honor. This will, should be their last show in Japan, so they're amazing. And Bad Luck Fale. That is my dude. Oh, and Tony I love Fale. She's in here as well. Chaos is, is in this with Beretta, Ishii, Yano. Juice, so, Juice Robinson's going to be in there. Yeah, that's okay. So Zack Sabre, if you like his his style, he's, he's hanging out with yeah. Suzuki Gun. But this is – I expect chaos from this match, right? Because a lot of fucking people, right? Yes. And, but also a lot of talent. Togi Makabe, I'm a big fan of his. If there's anything to like about anything Bullet Club related for me, it's Fale and Tamatanga Tongaloa. And that's that's about it. I'm not into the Bullet Club. I don't wear their merch, anything like that. But those guys I can get down with. Bad Luck Fale is my underrated guy from last year. Yes. So difficult to call here, Bubs, because a, a lot of talent. But the Bullet Club's coming in as the title holders here. Yes. And you know nothing – War Machine and Michael Elgin related is going to win a title here. So that kind of no. narrows it down. So what are you going with? See, I 
I am a I'm I've no longer a fan of Bullet Club like I was, you know, say three years ago. Sure. Uh, when AJ Styles was running the that crew, because uh, I was marked for anything AJ Styles, of course. Uh, but as much as I don't really like the Bullet Club, the three people I do like in the Bullet Club are these three people yeah. that hold the never open weight six man tag team championship. Uh, I love Bad Luck Fale. He's someone that he's you can always put him in a big spot and he'll deliver. He yep. he is a New Japan born and bred wrestler. He trained in the New Japan Dojo. Um, they have a lot of love for him, and as much as I think that they are probably best suited to continue holding. This title, yeah. it's going to be tough against uh, Chaos and Taguchi Japan. I think those are the two dark horses that could take the title off of them. Ishii's in there, However, man. Ishii. Yes, I know. But I'm going to, just for the sake of continuity, uh, these three have been together for a long time. Uh, they work really well together. They are the champs now. I think that they retain the title. I would love to say Taguchi Japan would okay. take it, uh, but I just don't think... You know, I think Juice Robinson being in there kind of takes takes them out of the running. Yeah, it's not as serious, I think, with him in there. No. Uh, but and then Suzuki Gun, I don't think Zack Saber Jr. kind of takes them yeah. out of it. Okay. I mean, I know I'm I'm throwing out these Gaijins that are like, oh, they're not going to give the title to them because of you know these Westerners, but I just think that I don't know Bullet Club. They're they're going to retain. That's all I can say. Okay, so we're going to get our first difference here, Bubs, and, and okay, we might have, might have a couple throughout this one, maybe a little oh, bit more than will. our typical sure. WWE angle. But um, I like Chaos. I'm going with Chaos because Trent Beretta, right, Trent Beretta's been getting you know, a good little bit of love. He's a good performer, and anything yes. Ishii-related put me in on it. Um, I don't know how this match is going to go. These are impossible to really call. I agree with you that Saber being in there, Juice being in there, it kind of takes away some of the legitimacy of what that could be in War Machine. If War Machine was not going, if they were not leaving, if they were not leaving, they would be the perfect choice sure. to win. And Michael Elgin has had a lot of controversy with himself over the last month and all his bullshit. So can't take that. So give me Chaos, Bubs. Okay, um, got you marked down. Very good, Chaos. All right, so we both got Rapongi, and okay, Bullet Club and Chaos. I do think. You know, we we hardly ever differ on our right. WWE predictions just because we've been so entrenched in that product. We know how the people that book it think. We know how each other think. And both of us think a lot alike when it comes to pro wrestling. But that, that's kind of what I like about New Japan is that there's enough variety in there that, and there's enough unpredictability sure. that – you know, with with WWE, you go, okay, this has to happen because this is setting up for this, which yeah. is then setting up for this. In New Japan, it's like, okay, at any moment, a champion could lose the title because there's, there's not so much of an emphasis on stories and storyline purposes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's more just that in-ring style and just who the crowd kind of is behind and... You know that that's kind of what I what I enjoy about New Japan over WWE is that unpredictability. Yeah, New Japan and all their booking is very it's very niche. It's very different. It's 
not really necessarily driven by storyline. It's driven by who's going to get the best reaction from a one-on-one match or a, or a tag match and stuff like that and who can put on the best shit. So that's what I like about this. That's why I've been so excited about this card because I could care less if I get any of these right, but I know that the card's going to be good enough that I'll just love it the next day. So Now, sp- speaking of the card being good enough, uh, this next match, this one guy that's in this match we've, we've been fa- fairly disappointed with since his departure from the WWE. Am I correct? Can I say that? Yeah, it's unfair of us to say because he had a great year financially and he toured the world and performed in all kinds of shit. But we're talking about in-ring yeah. only. Okay. You know, so, we yes. just got done talking about you know how storylines take them out. New Japan puts on a great in-ring product. Cody doesn't necessarily put on great in-ring matches. Am I correct? Or am I wrong? Am I totally off base I, on no, this? No, I haven't put on I haven't seen anything Cody related by himself that's like, God, I'm gonna go back and watch that again right now. Right. He, he is he just looks WWE in the ring still. Every match he's done, his Ring of Honor matches, his loss two weeks ago, it's Cody is he's not really built for this New Japan brand. He's gonna do well, I think, if we give him more time, but uh we expected more from him because we were super excited when he left WWE, Bubs. We, you and I both we were, were. Yes, because we thought he was underutilized in the WWE. Which he, which he absolutely hated was. The st- he was. I hated the Stardust gimmick. I loved Cody before when he was when he was wearing a face mask because he broke his nose sure. and he was, he was dashing Cody Rhodes. Yeah. I loved it. And since then, he's been getting a lot of – his name has been doing him well. He's Ring of Honor. He's New Japan. He's, this is his second time here at – Wrestle Kingdom, he was there last year as well. So, I'm... Where he beat Juice Robinson. He, yeah, he beat Juice last year. Now he gets Kota Ibushi, right? Ibushi exactly. can run Complete with opposite. anybody. Yes. That's kind of what I wanted to... That's what I was alluding to when I was talking about, you know, someone who doesn't put on great matches by himself, but he's going up against somebody who can put on a great match no matter the circumstances. Right. And this could be an angle where, you know, Ibushi looks great when he loses, right? So He looks great regardless. Yeah, so this is an easy way to go ahead and continue the push of Cody Rhodes into legitimacy by having him beat Akota Ibushi. I think that's the easy angle here, Bubs. I, I agree with you, and the thing about Kota Ibushi is that he's never been one for, for longevity in a certain uh, – uh, promotion. He's never been one for winning in general <laughs> or titles or anything like that, but he is someone that you can always put into a match with anybody and he can have a great match. He's always someone that you can put into a title scene and you can feel like it's legitimate. Uh, so with someone like Cody, if they truly want to push him, they truly want him to seem legitimate. This is the perfect opponent for him. It's also a great opponent for him to kind of let loose and show us what he can do in the ring. Because Kota Ibushi, he's not afraid to do anything. He, him and Kenny Omega used to have matches with blow-up dolls. Right. So, so he's not afraid to, to do crazy stuff in the ring. So I'm excited to see a good match out of this. And I do think that Ibushi's someone that if he loses, it's not a big deal. And I do think Cody's going to take this one. Yeah, I definitely am picking Cody as well. This is an opportunity here for Cody to come into a ring with a guy who can honestly carry him if need be. Cody kind of does need carried in that way because Cody really can't carry somebody else. 
But this is a chance here where they can do some different stuff. Cody can honestly let loose. That's a great way to say it. And he can do some different styles. He can try some different things because Ibushi's going to do a bunch of different things as well. So I hope it ends clean. I don't want Brandy to be involved and have a, a heel Cody win here. Let it let it be clean. But uh, Cody for sure, I think. Well, I mean, even if he wins in a non-clean fashion, as long as all I want is a good match out of this. I know what I'm getting from Kota Ibushi. I want to be getting the best out of Cody or Cody Rhodes or whatever you want to call him. But I, I do think Cody's going to win. I'm afraid it's not. This is kind of going to be the worst match of the night. Okay. Wow, I'm going to go ahead and Ibushi mark match. that down. <laughs> only, only because of his opponent. Now, don't get, now, don't get me wrong. Uh, the first match of the night, not the New Japan Rumble, but the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship, is. I don't think it's going to be good at all. It's going to be something that's skippable, and you can go back and watch it later. But okay. uh, this might be the worst singles match of the night. And looking at it now, the way you say it like that, it makes it seem kind of smart that Cody isn't walking in with that ROH title around his waist because say they put on an absolute garbage match. And he walks out holding that title. It, just, it, it diminishes the brand. It show, yeah, definitely throws the brand down, throws the title down. So maybe Cody gets that ROH title back here in a month or so. We'll see where they go with that. But uh, okay, could be trash, uh-huh. bubs. I didn't even think about that. That's actually a really good point yeah. that you brought up. But yeah, let's go ahead and move on. We've got the IWGP tag, the, the proper, the heavyweight tag team championship. We've got the Killer Elite Squad. Yes. Uh, Davy Boy Smith Lance Jr. Lance Archer, baby. I know versus Los Ignobernados. Oh, man, I, the, I was practicing this the ungovernables earlier. <laughs> of Japan. <laughs> yes. Ingobernables. Evil and Sonata. Yes. Yeah, I, I know. I practiced it. I practiced it all day, and then the time comes, and I completely flub it up. Yeah. That's. Bubs, we saw wow. some good shit from Evil here recently. I love Evil yeah. and Sonata. Yeah, Sonata's like one of my... I, lo- I love Evil, but Sonata is definitely okay. one of my favorites, Bubs. And I definitely... He is the future. Is he? Him and, him, he's young, yes. right? Or, or at least yes, he's 29. He's okay, 29 29. years old. So him and Okada are you know around the same age. Ooh. And he's quickly moving up, Bubs. He has a great look. So in two uh, years, Sonata is headlining number 14. I think it's definitely possible. Okay. He will still be in, in LIJ. Um, I think, I mean, you could see something with Naito. Uh, Naito winning the championship, you know, another LIJ member. And yeah. then Sonata, you know, possibly turning on him. Turn on him. That's a good angle some, right there. Especially so, with the guy you want to push. That's great stuff. Yes. And, and I think Sonata's definitely... The future of that stable, uh, man. Who who do you got, Bubs, on this one? I'll let you take this one. See now, I'm thinking about this, and the, the way that Evil performed recently, right, and some of the matches, and even how highly you're speaking of Sonata, makes me think: Why are we going to limit these guys to tag title opportunity right now instead of letting them do some single stuff at the beginning of the season, as you put it, for, mm-hmm. for New okay. Japan, and let them kind of branch out, and especially let Evil. I think I think Evil's in a better position for like mo- the more recent type stuff to move up yes. that card and killer elite they've been doing this for a while bubs this has kind of been their title for for a bit they've been they've i can't i need to look back and see how many wrestle kingdoms they've been at but davy boy Lan, i love lance archer it's just too <laughs> it's too hard for me to say he's so old though 
that he's not that old. He's 40. Is he 40? He doesn't look yes, 40. He's 40. Right. Oh, he looks every bit of it. I don't think that. Okay. But uh, it's, it would also be a great look, though, at the same time, if if LIJ wins the titles here and then, say, someone like Nido were to win later in the night Ooh, and then LIJ's packing all kinds of gold around, right? Yes. But that's not my pick. I'm sticking with the Killer Elite Squad because Davy Boy Smith Jr. <sighs> okay. is my answer. I think it'll be a really good match. Like, no doubt. This this should be – this okay. is where the card – this is going to be where the card picks up, I think. I do think this is where everything's going to start to trend upwards for Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited for everything that kind of happens after this. I am going to go ahead and go the opposite of you. Good pick. You're, you're going – yes, I'm going LIJ Good in this pick. one. Um, only because, yes, Evil has been really – ramping up they've been ramping up kind of his stock lately uh sonata is the future in my opinion uh but i mean evil's only 30 years old too so both of those guys are really young got a huge future and i think that kind of starts right now and i do think this is going to be the best match so far up to this point okay and this is where every just like last year the first half of wrestle kingdom was good it was okay skipped a lot of it yeah, uh, but that second half is where everything just turned up like thirty notches, and you had four star, five star, six star matches one after the other. Yeah, and and not to take a stab at any of the guys who weigh less than anybody in this match, but this is where some of the New Japan style is gonna and the strong style is gonna start to come in. These are all big dudes right here in this match, and I think Evil and Sonata are really gonna be pushing that because they put on better matches than than what KES does. But um, I like your pick, Bubs. This is good. Uh, some good differential stuff we're doing. Yes, uh, this is going to be really the first one where it might go down to the last match because really, in our other predictions, it was it was over after like the first yeah. two <laughs> matches because we only differed on like one match. So <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping for the best here, Bubs. Now, Bubs, I know you're a big mark for a nice uh, haircut match, right? Oh, yes. Edge versus Kurt Angle. You're a big uh, mark. Donald Trump versus Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. Thank God for Bobby Lashley, right? I know. Baron Corbin and whoever he'll go up against. Sure. Eventually, that's bound to happen. (laughs) So let's talk about the open weight title here, Bubs. You got Minoru Suzuki, (laughs) Roki Goto. Um, Someone's getting a haircut, right? Yeah, well, Goto is the only one that actually so, has like hair to. What's Suzuki I, lose? I don't understand. I haven't followed this close enough, but he's also he loses super old. the never open weight championship. Oh, that's, that's what it. Because he, he is. They're he, both old, but Suzuki is forty nine. Goto's thirty nine. Like these are not young people. Uh, thirty eight, actually. He turns thirty nine later on in the year. Yeah. But ooh, man. I see this is one of those gimmick matches that you don't understand uh, coming from New Japan. This is definitely a Western style gimmick match where, you know, loser leaves town or loser loses his hair. It it doesn't even say loses hair. It just says loser haircut. Like, I I don't know if I missed kind of the setup. Is that the Wikipedia one? Are you on Wikipedia's version? Uh, Yeah. What do you what are you saying? Okay. I mean, not the New Japan website, it's just, it says haircut, but I mean, it's, yeah, it's exactly. It's, that's what I'm saying. Loser haircut. That's it. Okay. Like, do they get like a crazy haircut? Like, right. is it a complete shave? Because I, Suzuki, I mean, I hope yeah, this doesn't can, become 
a time filler match, and it's just in here because of that. Because Suzuki's a legend, and he's he's great, right? So yeah. I don't I don't he's understand the need. Yeah, I don't understand that really the need for the stipulation. But we could be completely missing this. He's so you, got so you a marks, dumb haircut already. You marks that are listening, learn us up on this specific angle about what's going on here. Shoot us a comment so we can really know because we're yeah. uh, we're playing ignorant to this right now. But we, we want we want to know. I wish <laughs> I could speak Japanese so I can really be invested into give into this. Give me Suzuki to lose his open weight title here, Bubs. Okay. I got to I got to go that angle. I'm not sure if you're with so, me. So on you're that going one. with Goto at give me Goto is to winning. Win. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's Part of me wants to go ahead and pick Suzuki, right? Uh, just just for storyline purposes. Like I want to <laughs> see what happens with this haircut. Like I want to know no, what the haircut is. You need the point here. You need to stay with me on this. <laughs> we have only differed on two matches so far. Four to so, go, though. So we got plenty. I know. I'm going to go ahead. I'm. Whew, give me Suzuki to win. Yeah. Bob. Yes, Every I'm going. His age. Yes, I mean this could. Okay, I just kind of want to move on. From okay, this. let's talk four way match then, Bubs. A lot of action okay. here. The the junior heavyweight championship, right? Which is so. which is a championship that's gotten a whole lot of love over the last decade. You've had some great people. Some a lot of talent about that. A lot of talent. You've had Prince Devitt, now known as Finn Balor. Uh, Kenny Omega's held the title. Uh, you, you, there's been a lot of top talent that held the title, and then you know, then moved up to the heavyweight division. So one of these four guys you could easily see moving from the junior heavyweight division to the heavyweight division. Okay, and we're we're kind of we get we get to see Will Ospreay here, and Will Ospreay has dominated the internet with his acrobatical. Type things yes. and his uh his article is is a word a great right? word okay I love it good but um Marty Scrolls coming in as champion he's in the yes. Bullet Club true and Takahashi is a former champion he was he was the champion at last year's uh, Wrestle Kingdom and if I recall I kind of adamantly skipped that one it was against Kushida I remember. But yes. I don't remember how good of a match that was because I kind of. It was a great match. Okay. I thoroughly enjoyed that match. Um, both, you know, Kushida and Takahashi spent a significant amount of time touring uh, the North American area. Uh, Takahashi spent a lot of time in, in Mexico mm-hmm. uh, on his crusade, or his uh, kind of like his mecca journey that the they mecca, send yes. their young. Yes. Uh, that Naito did himself. You know, all these guys got to do it. Top New Japan talents have done it, and he's come back way better. I love Takahashi, um, but man, Marty Scroll has been. 2017 was his year, Bob. Big he year, had a huge Marty year. Scroll. People, well, people know his been, name now. I want to say it like that. People know does. who Marty Scroll is now. Yes, and he is the bad guy. You know, he's the villain. He is the villain. Uh, he is a great. I love English wrestling. I love British wrestling, and man, I I'm excited for this match. I think this match this, has a lot of potential. This is going to be fast. But yes, I'm afraid it's going to be a little too fast at okay. times. Does Osprey kind of present that dynamic where 
he, he's very fast, but he can be very technical. Mm-hmm. Like he if he just good. if he like slows down his pace, adds a little more, I guess, psychology to his match. He's young. He's only twenty four bucks. Yeah. So you can't you can't fault him. It's hard to have that strong psychology at such a young age in the wrestling business, but he's been in the business for a while now, so I want to see him develop a little more when it comes to telling a solid in-ring story. But I don't think this match will do that. I think this is going to be a very spot-heavy match, right. um, but it's going to be very exciting. Yeah, the, this is this will be an exciting one. I don't expect this isn't going to be a technical masterpiece. I think it's going to be quick, some spots in there as well. And this is... This is a good opportunity here to solidify Marty Scroll, right? Let's talk about hypothetically. Let's say he wins this, right? And maybe he can eventually, and I'm talking way down the line. What if he were to put himself into a position to now be that face of the Bullet Club eventually? Say somebody were to leave, somebody important leaves the Bullet Club. Okay. and uh, cause he, So you're saying him holding the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship and then him maybe possibly turning on someone who's in charge of Bullet Club Right. Then the story propel him into, yes, yeah. So uh, this is a, a chance here for Scroll to hold this title for a minute, solidify yourself as something serious, and then you can move your way up. You can do something dramatic. We can see some nice story change from that. Even though he's he's obviously very new to the Bullet Club, but I don't mm-hmm. know. I think I think I would like that angle. Okay. Well, I'm with you on that. If you're going Scroll, okay. I, I am not. I wanted to. I, you're not. I am not. That was all hypothetical. Okay. Yeah. Great. So well, what are you I, doing? <laughs> I really. <laughs> wow, you had me on that one. I was completely fooled. Okay. Um. Anyway, I was definitely firmly on Takahashi. I wanted to pick Takahashi. I think he is almost a slam dunk choice. Okay. But. I am going with the villain, ah. Marty Scroll, to retain his IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. I like that. We're going to differ here once again. Yes. Once again. So yes. now I can remember the highlights. Kushida, let me put okay. it in there. Yeah, put me in for Kushida, right? So you, oh, know, I knew you knew where I was going. I so we somebody gets an opportunity last year, and I remember watching the match. I forget the significance of it, but. It was good. And, you know, Kushida didn't win, right? And Takahashi no. did. And wouldn't it be great if Kushida, because he's in his mid, you probably know his age. He's in his mid-30s. He is so, around 32, I think. 34. Okay. He's 34. So it's time. Let's do this again. Can't we, can, we can do some Marty Scroll versus Kushida angle. I don't like Will Osprey. I don't think that's a safe pick. Don't like it. But uh, I like Skrull to stay in the division here and uh, battle somebody here. But give me Kushida Bubs. Okay. Well, I, I don't hate that pick because Takahashi and Kushida are the two that I really started to kind of flip-flop between when I was deciding. Uh, but then I finally just thought, you know, it's going to be Marty Skrull. He's, I don't think they're going to be changing a lot of titles on this card, okay. which is why I went with Suzuki. Um, why I went with Bullet Club. Uh, I think the only kind of changes we're going to see, you know, I've only picked one change so far, and that was the uh, Tag Team Championship. Yeah. So I think they kind of stay the course there, and Marty Scroll continues to be the Junior Heavyweight Championship. It kind of continues to be the face of not only British wrestling, but 
kind of that junior heavyweight wrestling. Okay, I like that, Bubs. I am. This is a crazy card. One of us is going to lose badly. I'm cool if it's me. You need the win for the year because you've been doing do. poorly. So this would be good for you, Bubs. But I'm down two to one. You can't say it's four when I'm only down by. You'll one. be okay in the end. Okay. Let's talk about the IC title, please. One of my favorite titles in the entire world Can is the IWGP Intercontinental Championship, and it's held by Hiroshi Tanahashi, Bubs. Is he one not? of the greatest? The John Cena. He's the. He is, he's the John Cena of the East. He's the ace. He's so good. How is he? I don't understand how he's so good at such an advanced age, which which is why well, the John Cena comparison works. AJ is, Styles works too. Well, yeah, you could go with AJ Styles, but you know AJ Styles wasn't the face of WWE for you know over a decade like John Cena was. Yeah, and John Cena's forty years old, but he continues to put on uh, stellar matches. Hiroshi Tanahashi is Been forty-one doing years old. Been doing it. Over a decade, he single-handedly saved New Japan Pro Wrestling. Good call. Yes. And without him, Okada isn't the big star. Okada Fact. needed Tanahashi to kind of chase after, chase that shadow. He was yeah. always in the shadows. You know, Could he beat Tanahashi? And he did. He finally did. And Okada is yeah. arguably the biggest pro wrestler well, he's definitely the biggest in the East, and he could be, you know, a top five in the West. The dude's a legend. It's he's his matches. It doesn't seem to have slowed down. He doesn't look like he's aged much. If you go back and look at the most recent Wrestle Kingdoms, you're going to see one dude at the top of the card on every one of those, and it's Tanahashi yes. Bubs. Yes, and, now, and his frog splash is beautiful. Very good frog splash. Yes, and now but, he's going to face a 25 year old Switchblade Jay White. Yeah, this came out of nowhere. Like two months ago, I think it was in November, they did the Switchblade kind of teaser promos for this guy coming in, and then he appears and he attacks Tanahashi and he challenges him. Yes, so, he was a he was a young lion in yeah, uh, two thousand. Yeah, so man made made his debut in New Japan in a big way, Bubs. This is how you do it, right? If you want to be a star, you come out and slap Kurt Angle in the face. That's what somebody did way back in the day. Yeah, who, it, who was that? And it turned, turned out pretty good. Now, that's a, I don't mean that to be a, a comparison of the two, but you kind of get my what I'm saying there. Yeah. This dude's 25 years old, has no business stepping into the ring with a guy like Tanahashi, but he's he put on some good, good matches. He's got a great look. Good look. He's solid in the ring, but man, he's getting thrown to uh, not even the proverbial wolves. Like, he's being thrown straight into yeah. a den of just hungry, ravenous animals that just want to devour him and do you think he can do you think he can last uh up against someone that is as good and as established as tanahashi this is huge for someone this, like him what this looks like on paper is a perfect opportunity for a guy who first off needs to have surgery tanahashi's going to have surgery soon he has to oh, and i he, see where you're going and with he has an opportunity here to beat jay white not necessarily hand the card or the, the keys over to him, but he gets mm-hmm. him a, a great victory over a legend, right? There was this guy named Fandango who beat Chris Jericho at a WrestleMania. Yeah, but it and wasn't for the IC now, strap. Granted, it wasn't for any type of title. It was just for some nonsense. But you beat a legend, and it does a little bit of something. They, they fucked up that storyline. But, but, but Tanahashi is different than Jericho. This is a completely different – in regards to New Japan, Chris Jericho in WWE is no Tanahashi in New Japan. Mm. 
Tanahashi in New Japan is the guy or was the was. guy. Chris Jericho was never the guy of the WWE. Fair. He was a guy. He was a top guy. Mm-hmm. But he was never the guy. Okay. He wasn't a Stone Cold. He wasn't a Rock. Tanahashi is those guys. Okay. And to have someone like Jay White come in and pick up that kind of win, that that's huge. But I find it to be extremely unlikely. This is one of my locks for the night. Okay, so uh, since you, I see you're already committed, so then what's yes. the angle and the use of throwing in Jay White into this scenario to have him challenge a guy like Tanahashi a month and a half before Kingdom just to come and lose? You does, have, it, does it make him a little bit of a star just because he did it? You, you can have him put on... If, if he can show, this this is what they can do. If he can show that he can handle being in the ring with all the lights, all the glitz, all the glamour against the man himself, Hiroshi Tanahashi, he could put on a great match with him, then the sky's the limit. He doesn't have to win in this situation. He absolutely does not have to win in this situation. And you can win over the Japanese crowd yeah. by putting on a great match. You lose in a valiant way, okay. and you're over. With the Japanese crowd, especially against a guy like Tanahashi. Okay, that's where I see this. So is Tanahashi at the point though now that because he's lost the last two Wrestle Kingdoms, right? So he lost to Naito, he lost to uh, Okada. Yes. So does he's he not win? losing again? So he wins here though. Is that, that yes. you're, you're saying it's a lock? There's no chance. Yes, it, it is a 100% lock. Jay White is not Naito. Jay White is not Okada. Tanahashi put those guys over because those two are the new top faces of the company. Uh, one's the top face, one's the top heel. Yeah. And he it, it's not that he absolutely had to, but it was the right thing for business. Right. And right now, him losing to Jay White is not the right thing for business. That's like the Undertaker losing to a Baron Corbin just because he's young yeah. and he has a great look. Okay. So I agree with you 100%. But uh, this is a great chance for Jay White. This will say something. In 10 years, this will, be, this will have meant something, that he went in and battled... A guy like Tanahashi lost. Exactly. Lost clean. He's going to take a frog splash. He's going to lose because Tanahashi will win this match. But Tanahashi's going to drop this title soon because he will have surgery. So the angle is going to change here shortly. And Jay White can find himself in that IC scene. Maybe Dominion. Possibly, but I don't think Jay White's going to be the next person to hold the Intercontinental. Not necessarily should be the next one either. But I want him to stay in the running because this this type of booking – where you get a, a guy like this so young in your career, it should mean something. Okay. I definitely – I'm with you on that one, Bubs. Uh, I do think he's got a tremendous future, uh, but it doesn't start here. What starts here is his – his future does start here. If he can put on a great match with Tanahashi, you know, he's going to be what where Kenny Omega is right now. In fact, he could be the next U- United States heavyweight champion. Okay. Well, it's a good transition, Bubs. We're both locking down Tanahashi, but let's talk. Yes. And I want to clear this up real quick, and I hope you agree with me. I'm listening. Wrestle Kingdom 12 does not have a dual main event. No. Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom has one main event, and that is for the heavyweight title. The semi-main event, don't even call it that. Don't even put the word main it event. It can't even be a co-main event. No, no I'm not but even saying. The, the second-to-last match on the card is what we're going to call this. So let's, let's kind of put that out there right now. Uh, but let's talk about this, Bubs. Big, I, big booking. I think this has been the best built match of the night other than the main event. Okay. 
Because so, it's been only built over the last about month and a half or two months or so. Yeah. They haven't been building this for long, but what they have done with it is really good. You've had show up out of nowhere to challenge him. That was huge. Yep. And then you had Chris Jericho show up to absolutely obliterate Code Kenny Omega. Ass. Yes. Busted him open. Called the cameraman a fuckface. I mean, they, they've done everything they could in this short amount of time to build up a strong interest yes. in this match. It had Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho throwing things at each other at a press conference. I think Omega threw a table at Jericho at one of the press conferences. Uh, so they, they did a lot of good when it comes to building for this match. Now, recently, the stipulation was added that it becomes a no-DQ match. So I want to talk about that real quick. What What's the point of it? Is it just so they can beat the shit out of each other? Or obviously, are we kind of, is there a tip of the hand that there's going to be some interference to let somebody win to either continue the feud or maybe, of course, change the title over to, to Jericho? Why make it a DQ match? It, it's going to be no DQ just because you have to make it a no DQ with how they built it in this short amount of time. Yeah, the they're, blood. They're, blood. they're building this this bloody mess. They're building this this bad blood uh, between the two. <laughs> Pun fully intended. Right, paper intended. <laughs> yes. And so you, you kind of have to go with that. But yes, it does lead to... You know, the possibility of people, I'm just going to say that, people coming out and interfering. Uh, it could be the Bullet Club on behalf of Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. or we could see someone someone else come out in support of Chris Jericho. Okay. Who that might be, I'm not entirely sure, but, you know, could WWE be sending people over as kind of a part of a working relationship. You know, could there be someone that Chris Jericho worked with, you know, when he was in the indies and in possibly WCW that is coming out with him, you know, that this no DQ stipulation uh, opens up a lot of doors, I'll say. Okay. Now you, you open it up a little bit there. Cause we've talked about this both on the show and just by ourselves the WWE and Vince McMahon influence on this match or lack thereof. So do you think straight up is Chris Jericho doing this on behalf of Vince and the WWE in some part, or is he just here as Chris Jericho? I think he is doing it as, like I said, as part of not necessarily on the WWE's dime, but as kind of a trial for Kenny Omega. And there's no key match and the build screams of a WWE style build. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yep. It's not um, like it. Exactly. And so, you know, if Omega can shine in this kind of environment, he can shine against a guy like Chris Jericho, which we all know he can, this could definitely lead to a lot of possibilities. Okay. And before we both pick here now, this match, regardless of whichever way it goes, are we going to see a second match or a series between these two? Whether it be in Japan, and obviously the potential could be for Kenny Omega to come to WWE, but is this a one-time thing, though? Is that what you're thinking? Because I'm not. I am thinking this is a one-time kind of match. Okay. Absolutely. In New Japan. Okay. So then by that, you're also stating that it's not 
going to be just a one-off thing that it's going to lead to something in WWE. I think it, I think it will most definitely lead to something down the road in WWE. Uh, However, this match finishes WWE has not been shy about using new Japan and using kind of the stories that happened in new Japan as part of their programming. Sure. We saw that this, this Monday with, uh, Finn Balor and the Good Brothers yep. doing teaming some, up to Sweet Ballot Club, right? Yes. And and you know, you had Corey Graves saying, I can't this is finally happening. You know, they have such a storied history with right. each other, teaming in Japan. So saying I definitely saying this it. could Exactly. And I definitely think this could lead to something along those lines. Okay, this leads to a great opportunity if they ever sign Omega. Jericho's the guy to get somebody not over because he's already over, but get him up to the WWE level and maybe beyond and become a top card guy in WWE if they think Omega can do that. So that's why I think it leads to something else. Even if it's just a storyline and not necessarily a match, this could be something huge for Kenny Omega. But uh, I think it's much more than that. So, Bubs, you think this is a one-time thing. So does Kenny Kenny Omega wins then? Yes. In my mind, Omega wins... This is my second lock of the night. In fact, the last three matches of this card are locks for me. Okay. Like no, no doubters in my mind. Now, what, what's, what's the picture look like real quick if, say, Jericho wins? What does that look like? The, like he's already the GOAT, right? Oh, yeah. If so. he wins, there's definitely another match between the two in New Japan. Um, how crazy would that be? Let's talk Chris about Jericho, Jericho wearing that title for a second, though. Yeah. Chris yeah. Jericho wins. We have two Canadians <laughs> being the only holders <laughs> of the United States Championship. Um, but, yeah, that would be absolutely nuts. I think the title would look great on way, Jericho. Way to further cement um, somebody's resume and career milestones if he you're if you're a Chris Jericho. Well, doesn't he does. Need it he does because he's not at the tier of some of the guys that we put on, say, the Mount Rushmore, right? So maybe he does. So what if – what if Omega loses, and you have Bullet Club out there, and this is when Scroll or somebody turns on Omega at Wrestle Kingdom, Great time and then to do boom, it. we have we have Omega in the Royal Rumble, and we have Chris Jericho leading the Bullet Club. Yes. Oh, oh I hate that. No, I hate no, that. stop. Not no, at all. I've been drinking, so that was. I don't know why I said yes. Yeah. I should be drinking, so that way I could say worse things to you. But I'm thinking okay. clearly here. So I hate it. Right. The dream uh-huh. is that Omega shows up in the Rumble. I would be kind of indifferent to it, but uh, it I thought it was going to happen last year. I thought last year was a great opportunity for right. it. He he challenged for the title. He didn't win it. You know, onto not not necessarily greener pastures, but newer pastures. Okay, Bubs. Let me give you my pick real quick. It's gonna be Kenny Omega. Okay, good. Lock that down there with you. Because uh, you and I are both on lock for the last three here as well. Okay. I so. already. I'm just gonna type them in. We're gonna talk about it, but I already know where you are. Okay, good. Um, Put me in. Okay. So this will be our last chat. This will kind of wrap up the show as it should. This will put a great cherry on top here of this episode and of Wrestle Kingdom 12, bub. So let's this, this is the match I'm looking forward to the most. It's the match I've been excited about since the G1 climax. Yeah. And I am ready for it. Uh, it's it's going to be the main reason that I pay my you know ten dollar monthly subscription to or is it twelve dollar? I don't remember. I don't know the things that they, I put pay they money take for. Your money though. They they take it unless I lose access to my cards or my wife loses access and yes. I have to then go in and redo everything. 
So which is kind of what my what's happening with my WWE network. Wait, is it? I it's it's gone. I need to Get go it back together and now. It. Damn it, Emily. Kuzicho Okada, bubs. Kuzuchka Okada. Yes, what as, did you as, just... I, as I stumbled through his first name. Kuzuchka. Let, 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 let me take a sip here. <laughs> yes, you, you get to drinking. Let me take over from here. Kazuchika Okada versus Tetsuya Naito for the coveted IWGP Heavyweight Championship. The, the title that Hulk Hogan once said is more prestigious than the piece of tin uh, that he carried around WWE for as long as he did. It was a toy that he carried around. That's right. Yes. It was just a piece of piece of cardboard in his mind uh, compared to the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, which in my mind is the most prestigious title in pro wrestling. Look at the people who wow. have held it. Okay. Oh, what? Whoa, you don't agree with me? I'm listening though. I'm not. I didn't okay. say I wasn't agreeing with you. It was a bit of. A, you said it sternly. So I did because I'm standing very strongly behind it. Okay. Look at the people who have held it over the last, you know, even five years. The two people in this match have held it. Yeah. Uh, Tanahashi, AJ Styles. AJ Styles. I mean, I, that's it. In in like the last five years, that's it. That's all. Yeah. Like that's what's great about the IWGP Heavyweight Championship is that. It doesn't change hands a lot, so when it does, it's a big deal. Yeah, it means you're going to get longevity pretty much as a champion when you when you go ahead and win the title. So, which is what Okada has now, something like 570 days or something about that. I, I counted the other day, but it's been a few days since then. So he's held it for. I don't a have enough time. fingers to count. Right, he's held it for a long time. We're talking on the bridge of 600 days here, Bubs. Long time, and Naito won the G1. And mm -hmm. his persona, his heel character has just grown and grown and grown way back since Wrestle Kingdom 8 when he was not chosen, basically, to win, right? Because he challenged yeah. he challenged Okada then. It was Wrestle Kingdom 8. And since then, he's been kind of doing this, this thing. And I now love it. Yes, so, this just I don't care kind of attitude that Naito has like when he held the IC strap like that was some of the best just he he throw it around it's he nonsense. did not care at all like it was a piece of tin to him and he just threw and, and that just made it more yeah I don't want to say that made the belt more prestigious of course that's going to take away from the shine but it made you feel like man I want someone who really cares about it to hold it. I want Tanahashi to be the champion. I yeah. want him to beat Naito because I want someone who will care about this championship. While the people, you know, your you know, the majority of the IWC, the the marks, the smarks as they're called, are like, oh, I, I love him because he doesn't care. I, I love his character. That kind of uh, nonsense that we get. But man, I don't think he's gonna treat the the IWGP heavyweight championship like that. But he if he does that will be great because Okada will come storming from behind to try and take it back from him. Bubs, we have seen nothing but great matches from Okada all year, right? Yes, Especially, the year of the six-star. Right, six-star Okada. Him and Omega put on some great shit. And he's easily, I think, undeniably the best wrestler in the world right now. So this match, I have high expectations for. Mm -hmm. I want it to get... A six and a half star. Even though that doesn't matter in my world, I kind of want it to be that way. Because I want it to be better than anything him and Omega did last year. 
I've always kind of thought of Okada as, just like we call Tanahashi the John Cena of the WWE, I feel like Okada is kind of like the Randy Orton of New Japan. He's got a tremendous look. He has tremendous in-ring ability. Everything he does is so smooth. Someone at his size should not be able to move the way that he does. When he does that running uh, crossbody where he jumps over the railings, that's kind of like his his Wrestle Kingdom staple. Um, I love that. Uh, He's just... Everything about Okada screams excellence. So in this match, you expect excellence, right? Oh, I'm definitely going to be seeing excellence, but I'm not going to just be seeing excellence excellence from Okada. I'm also going to be seeing excellence from his opponent, Tetsuya Naito, who's no slouch himself in the ring. He may be a, a few years older, but they both can move around pretty well. Right, I think it was two episodes ago or three when you named like the Bleacher Report top five wrestlers uh, in the yes. world. And, and, of course, Okada was one, and Naito was, I think, number five. We would rank them very similarly if we were to do something like that as well, because we both—I mean, the work that they do is crazy good. This should tell a really good story. They, the styles are going to match up very nicely. We're going to see, of, of course, we're going to see many close calls and many two and a half counts by Red Shoes, which yes. is fine. But um, and, a, and a lot of rainmakers. Yeah, unfortunately, a lot of rainmakers. Hopefully, only one Destino, but uh, it could be, of course, two or three because we're expecting kickouts, so that's fine. But uh, yeah. There should be even a tombstone um, rainmaker combo or three, whatever yes. it takes. So, Bubs, we've been leaning into this for a while, though, and we've yeah, we've, we've kind of made this decision kind of since G one happened. Yeah, and I'm not going to waste right. any time. No, yes, the story is there. Um, it's the perfect redemption story for Naito. His character is kind of the one that, not necessarily Stone Cold esque, but. He's the rebel against the company. He feels that the company has cheated him, has abandoned him when they once thought he was the future. And his one mission in life is to kind of stick it to the man. And what better way to stick it to the man, to stick it to the company that, you know, doubted you, that sent you on your way, on your exodus, than to win at the biggest event of the year. Wrestle Kingdom against the best wrestler in the world. I in the absolute world. I agree. Abs- Even and when we talked about the things we wanted in 2018, I told you that the one thing I wanted was for Okada to lose and for him to regain this title shortly after this. I sure. Not, that's what I wanted. I know it's rare, but I do not want Okada to win this match. And I'm not picking Okada. I'm picking Tetsuya Naito, of course, and so are you. It's been said. Yes, absolutely. So if there's one thing we can get from the wrestling gods at this point is to go ahead and let Okada lose. He's going to have many more to come. He's going to oh, be yeah. the best wrestler maybe ever. So it's not his – not now. Let's, let's no. give – He's going to hold the title at least ten times He'll before have the he's forever. Done. Yeah. Yes. I want to see Naito. That's what I want. I want to see Naito too, not only because it's something new, but because it, it's not necessarily something new, but it's something that is – it's more deserved – than anything else for all the hard yeah. work that he's put in. And that's something that we've always talked about. When people, if people put in the hard work, they at some point deserve something, deserve that one big push. And I think this will be Naito's kind of final big push at the top. And it so might I be. think he's going to hold this title for a while, possibly until next Wrestle Kingdom. Okay. 
but only because this is kind of like, I feel like it's his last hurrah. There's too many guys like Jay White, Kenny Omega, uh, Evil, Sonata, just this, these young guys yeah. and Okada that are going to be running this company here soon, that this is Naito's biggest chance and his last chance for redemption. And it could be a great run. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it if he held the thing for a whole year. Okada's going to be there again, so it's just me selfishly wanting more Okada, but that's just because I'm a mark. But, um, Bubs, it's going to be a great show. Oh, yeah, absolutely, 100%. And at the end of the day, it hopefully will go down as probably the best show of the year for all of pro wrestling. It's going to outdo anything WWE does, regardless how big WrestleMania is for the match work, guaranteed. We'll see how the storylines develop as we get there, but um, this will be great stuff, and we'll be talking about this after Wrestle Kingdom happens, happening this Thursday, so we will be talking about it yes. hopefully this weekend or early next week, Bubs. Yeah, we, we usually have our hour Saturday night show, which we will definitely delve into a lot of Wrestle Kingdom at that point. I do think we'll be, I hope at least, we'll be talking about uh, this card for many months to come because I yeah. want it to be that good that I want us to be talking about it for you know many many months to come. You know, want to be talking about how great Naito has been as a champ. Want to talk about that? Wow, what a crazy thing happened with Omega and Jericho. Wow, I can't believe Jay White had such a great match with Tanahashi. This is the kind of stuff yeah. I want us to talk about for months to come. Last year when this happened, the world freaked out over the Omega Okada match. That's what drove everyone to... A lot of people came into New Japan because yes. of that match last year. And that was the reason we all talked about it, and that's the reason a lot of people followed it throughout this year, which is great. Um, now we know those type of matches can happen. So now we're not going to be surprised if we see a six-star in a, in a Dave Meltzer rating. That shit doesn't matter. But hopefully this entire card can be good. The second half of this card... It will be good. It's kind of hard for it not to be good. Even if we get just like a storyline-driven type match between Omega and Jericho and less amazing ring work because Jericho's old. We've got to remember that. Yes. Um, even if that happens, it's going to be entertaining nonetheless because he's a draw. So this will be talked about. This should drive a lot of the year for New Japan, Bubs. It, it definitely will. It's something that both of us are excited about, and it's something that we hope all of you are excited about. We hope you've paid your New Japan World monthly dues and are ready and excited for this. I hope that you know all of, all of you wake up early to watch it live. Don't don't get on the internet if you don't watch it. Stay live off the because internet, dear God. It's going to be everywhere. I'm going to have to actually cancel my bleep or just. Uh, Delete my yeah. Delete my my Bleacher Report uh, kind of app, so that way I'm not getting all those crazy updates. Because I won't be able to watch it live. I have to work like yep. an adult. Uh, but don't shake your head at me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a yeah. reference to the internet. Like it's going to be hard oh, to avoid, okay. so we have to shut it off. So um, okay. avoid it if you can. Stay loyal. Yes. All right, but. You guys go out and get New Japan World. Watch this as legally as you can. Support the product because New Japan will not grow unless you're paying for it, unless you're supporting the product. So, you know, as much as as much as we love you guys, we want you, you know, we want you to have all the money that you can, but you need to go out. You need to buy New Japan World so you can watch this live and watch this legally. No, we're not supported by New Japan. Uh, this isn't my usual plug like I do with the WWE Network. 
This is just, we love wrestling, we love New Japan, and we want them to grow. We want them to come to the U.S. because we're paying for it. So, yes. so go out there and subscribe. It's exciting. Also, go out and subscribe to the Collar and Elbow Wrestling Podcast. Not only subscribe, but tell all of your friends to go subscribe. Together, we're going to grow the show. It's going to be huge. You can find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter at CAE Wrestling. Let's grow this together. Let's become huge. Let's get the big pops. Let's get everything that is entitled to us as wrestling fans. And we're going to do this together, guys. Together, we're going to make wrestling great again. Let's go out there and let's do it. See you guys next week.